And so like we were finding like all these deals, like for people that are, you know, like sadly, literally underwater, not like financially, but like right. they're like, our house got totally destroyed. If we want to build it, we need want to put it up on stilts. I don't even know what the difference between a Phillips and a flathead is. But the guy I was working with, he was like, he had like a, you know, a W2 job and was like remote at the time. And like, you know, do it. we were like, all right, he's going to do this on the side. House on stilts, like, are you crazy? Big it up, big it up. Yep. All right, welcome to Let's Talk Real with Mel. We are here with Jonathan Makovsky, broker, real estate broker in Connecticut and New York, but what, former C CPA or former, former, former CPA? Yeah. CPA? How'd you get into Well, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks so much for having me. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so I started in, um, as a CPA back in 2006, and uh, we're, we're at the Inman Conference here, and, you know, on the, so it started just like 10 blocks south of here in Times Square, um, and kind of like with the whole idea of being a CPA to, like, use that as a benchmark to, like, for, you know, get into, like, business later, whatever business meant. I had no idea at the time, but people were like, oh, you're good at math, so be a CPA and use that as the background to, like, you know, further your career. Whatever whatever career that was. Whatever career it was, and I had no idea. And, um, you know, so I started, um, and, like, I started auditing, and I, I honestly, like, didn't even know what an audit was. But outside of IRS, I was like, I don't know what auditing means. Um, so, um, yeah, so I was doing it for, for a couple, for a couple of years and really like, it's like funny, like when you're in it, you get like, so tunnel vision, like this is life, right? Cause that's who you see. You see your peers, you see your mentors, your clients, right. Are all also all on that side of the business. And it's always like, I was always looking at like the, the front end of the business. Like, how do I get there? Like that looks, that is interesting. That looks, right. Like they're making, they're making things happen. They're moving the world and things mm -hmm. like that. And I was always like, you know, that was always kind of like my desire, but like I had no idea how to do it. And I was absolutely like, I did not like it. I mean, I worked literally right across the street, the building that we're looking at, the Alliance Bernstein building. I was on that floor taking a company public. I mean, not me, like I was, yeah, you know, a team. you were part of the, I was a little minion that was like getting, you know, getting coffee and everyone for everyone else. But like we were, you know, we were, we were all working together, right? But, you know, till two, three o'clock in the morning and ungodly hours and really did not like it. And so anyway, the, I was then um, had this, you know, really brilliant, I mean, not really brilliant, it was a really terrible idea. And it was like, all right, like if I hate what I do, like, let me do something else that I hate what I do and just make more money. So I was studying for the LSAT and going, looking to go to law school. I think, ah, can I have a JD and a CPA and that'll, you know, and, you know, some firm will want me. And it was like, it was absolutely terrible idea. I did, I got, we got accepted to law school. No, it, it works for, it works for some, right? It, it, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It works, it works for a lot of folks. It just, maybe it sounds it, correct. It, if you want to be an attorney, absolutely. Like I never wanted to. Like I just thought like these degrees would help me for the background for what I wanted to do. When it's like if I were to, able to talk to my former self, I would just be like, no, just go do what you like. Go work for someone that you want to do that's doing it well and start whatever they're paying you. I mean, of course, easier said now right. than hearing that like you know like don't make money for the first you know six twelve months after like going through college and never having money like it'll, for a long it'll, time. It'll come later. 
but you know that for sure was like a mistake and yes totally like you know a lot of people i worked with that are amazing cpas they love it amazing attorneys and love it you know it just was not like you mentioned it was not my passion okay. um but anyway so like we were going to move down to your area in dc Okay. And um, were you gonna you were gonna go to school there? I was gonna go to school where at GW. GW, okay. So uh, yeah, my wife had like multiple job opportunities. Like we had, we were gonna be living in Foggy Bottom. Like everything lined up, lined up. And um, and then so once I got accepted, because I think January two thousand ten, um, I quit where I was working. I was like, I can't, like I cannot do this. I was working at like a, a big financial firm in New Jersey and like getting stuck in traffic every night on the way home. And it was like getting home and also like just terrible hour. Like use, use. this is your life. Right? Yes. yes. And I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, I'm done though. Like I, I was like, we didn't have kids at the time. I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm quit. And so my brother-in-law was starting a restaurant near where we live. And, you know, we're just talking, I was like, hey, can I help you run in and do it? And like, just whatever, something until you go to law, make some money, learn, learn, learn a new skill set. Exactly. And just, and I was like, I did. And I was like, I loved it. And I was working the same ridiculous, it was ridiculous hours in the food industry. It was like, you know, they're from 10 a.m. and locking up every night at midnight. And like, you know, I was every day, every day of the week. And like, so I'm going to, I'm going to jump in there. and, And you probably don't, or you may realize it. But your experience in the restaurant business served you now in real estate and and being ser- more service oriented. And there you got. The, I'm sure you picked up some skill sets there that you weren't picking up at the financial institution. Hundred percent, exactly. And yeah, so it's like it's it's funny because I had from from so from the restaurant thing to your point, I'll just get there in one second. But like from there, so it was like I used that. Like I was like, I'm not going to law school. This is great. I ended up working at my friend's. So you canceled the law school. I was canceled the law school. Done. Never went. You yeah. know, and which was really the best move because if I had that debt, that would have been you know pretty challenging. Right. But um, and then a friend's father had this really like cool, innovative to go food packaging company that like you know we did really well. Like they really had zero sales before, and I did that. And so like to your point that I was mentioning is like kind of like cool to like looking back is like all right, like I have a financial background. I have like a service operational background you know from the restaurant and like and now i have like a sales background like so it's right. kind of like that's a pretty good skill like you know skill sets to have so that was like that was like you know again like at the time it was just like what the hell am i doing i'm not a good cpa i'm not running a restaurant right. like you know, this is like a dead-end sales job right. like like i have nothing like right. none of it makes sense like looking back it's like all right cool like these are these were good like you mentioned these are good skills to have um so then um, so then it's, I was looking at like tons of different businesses. Like I was looking like to start something in the city, like, you know, like one of those, like, we'll pick up your laundry, you know, pick up your like dry cleaning opportunities, looking at like home health aid tear, like, I mean, everything. I was like, all right, I got to do something because I'm like, this is not, you know, I'm obviously not, this is not the end goal here. I need to, I need to work. Right. Yes. So I started um, in real estate and like totally not with the intention at all to broker. Like um, I was like, I always thought of like, you know, like real, some real estate salespeople is just like so salesy, so in your face, like, you know, and I just, it, it did not relate. Like, obviously now I look at it and it's like, yeah, those are not the good agents. Like the good agents yeah. are the ones that are here. Like the ones that you see that are like, you know, totally played a totally different level or so right certain service service base yeah you know trying to like how can we serve to be exactly not how can we take 
Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, totally. And just like, hey, this is right. Like you find your client, like this is what you want. And like, I'm going to get that for you. I'm going to do that. I'm not telling you, hey, this is what you should want. Right. Right. So, um, but anyway, yes, yeah, so I started and we, we, the idea was to just be fully like, like really the, the, the first goal was just to be buying multifamily. And obviously this is in January, 2014. I certainly wish I bought every single piece of multifamily property I could right. buy. Um, but I ended up kind of like transforming, like I met with a lot of people. I was going to like, uh, we were based in, in New York at the time. Uh, now I'm in Connecticut, but at the time we were in New York and I was looking in Jersey, PA, New York, Connecticut, and like just meeting with tons of people. Uh, I started on bigger pockets. Like if you're familiar with that platform over there, like just like a way to like network with real estate investors and like, um, and so I ended up like, I, I don't know, I probably met like, you know, the whole real estate game, right? It's all just a funnel and it's that whole, like, you have to meet so many people in order for it to work. Yep. And so yep. I probably met in conversations this many. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And like, so I had, I probably met with like 50 plus people and like, I found like my first business partner in Connecticut. I was like, all right, like, this is like the kind of guy that I want to work with. I trusted him. He was financially secure versus risk, you know, but like. We ended up looking again, same same funnel. Like we ended up looking like at a hundred homes, putting tons of offers. None of those worked, and we started like direct mail campaign. That worked. That worked. Yep. That worked. Um, but although it's like funny too, like the timing was um, right after Hurricane Sandy. Like for those not familiar, like that like destroyed like so much of like the tri-state area. Um, and so like we were finding like all these deals like for people that are like you know like sadly like literally underwater not like financially but like right. they're like our house got totally destroyed like if we want to build it we need want to put it up on stilts and you know do it fema compliant and i'm like like i'm like i don't even know what the difference between a phillips and a flathead is right like, like what like you know the guy i was working with he was like he had like a you know a w-2 job and was like remote at the time and like you know do it we were like all right he's gonna do this on the side right right house on stilts like are you crazy you got more opportunities than than you expected correct right so so from there um you know so started like networking you know meetings because i'm just like i have deals like these are good deals like someone should buy these like they, these people just want to give away the, the home so, so at this time you were getting them under contract you were you were working on assigning them i wasn't wholesale no i was or... I, I i only wholesaled one i was not wholesaling but i was just like like i would just give it i was just get, like hey you want to me one yeah you like just whatever you want to give them like i think like what was i doing with the leads anyway it was just like right right take them build it run i don't know but like someone should buy these because right. there's money to be made here and like and i know now i would have just listed them you know what i mean but right. like um like i said i didn't associate as much with the realtor at the time um were you licensed at the time yeah i got one had gotten licensed okay yes so um so anyway so but that but that was that was kind of that was kind of like my start so we started like fixing and flipping and we fi started finding deals um I think we I think we got our first one under contract in like the summer and yeah the summer of 2014. Was, but then you quickly transitioned to to commercial. Uh yeah. So we um. So are you saying as like multifamily? Oh, they were yeah or, yeah more well yeah not more than four but well in our in our area commercials right. five or more. Correct. I don't know if it's yes totally i feel like it's kind of like you know it depends who you at like when you speak to mortgage people it's like that's the different right it's like commercial like it's I mean, commercial loans which are you know five or more units right but we yeah when i when i talk to yeah but when with lay people i guess if, if there's such a thing right right um then i'll say yeah more than one i'll would use commercial term totally but yeah but you but you started getting into multifamily 
Yeah. So we started buying. Yeah. So but, um, I'm trying to remember. Wait, our first multifamily was May of 2015. Okay. And um, so funny, I'll just get it like. Um, um, That's a quick turnaround. It's the a, first deal. Right. 2014 to now you're expanding. Totally. And I guess, you know, I mean, as you know this well, it's just like, it's like create, like there's so many times like it was just like, I'm like, this is never going to happen. Like I remember every like Friday at the end of the week, I'm just like, and I have no property and I don't do anything and I got no deals and I'm like is that ever going to change is it ever going to happen is it like like you kind of like at some point it's just like wow it was like January through like July like all day every day like we're going with no so let me I mean and I think that's a, a what you're what you're what you're sharing is important um so I want to spend a little time on it because a lot of people would have quit before that I mean they 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 and that's where they you know they always say like in in church, they'll say you quit. You know, don't 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 quit. Like your blessings right around the corner. Like you keep the faith, and you kept the faith, and you, because you said, I mean, six months no activity. I'm sure you have rent. You have, you know, your 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 wife. You have family. Totally. You have, yeah. You have bills, right? You have office rent. You have residential rent. You know, you still need gasoline. You still, I'm sure you like food with your meal. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I got a little life. Yeah. You know, um, and so, what did? How did you? Um, what, I guess, what was it that, that, that kept, that allowed you to keep driving? It's a great question. I, I mean, it's hard for me to like, it goes back quite a number of years. So it's hard for me to like fully put myself back in that mindset. But like, yeah, it was like, you know, I kept seeing those like cartoons, right. Where the person's digging and they're just like totally done. And they're just like a foot away from the treasure trove, treasure trove of gold. Like, so like. You know, I had that in the back of my mind and I had some good people that I spoke to, but like, it was hard. I mean, there's no, like, that's the one thing, like from this Inman real estate conference, right? It's like, we all know what we need to do. And it's just like, you just got to keep like, you know, whether it's dieting or like, you just got to keep doing it like every single day. Like you just got to keep doing it. And again, it's so easy to say it. It's so easy to say it. And it's right. just, it's, it's hard. I don't know. There's no, I don't know. There's no, sh there's no shortcut to it. If you're was ever listening to this like you know in that mode where it's like we're not finding deals we're not finding deals like it does happen it does happen you don't know when but, but like you, if you put in the work you will get the result eventually it just may not be when you want that result so what was there a moment when you when you said you know what um let me let me go back to the law school route was there in that in that six month period was there ever a point where you where you were where you had a had to have a serious conversation with your wife about um yeah i mean she god bless her she's amazing um but i definitely not the law school route um but like something different yeah but something different i mean there's a lot of times like you know we're you're we're in 2023 uh yeah so you know from yeah from 2014 to even like 2019 like there were tons of times where it's just like is this the right path? Like, and we were doing real deals, like 2019, like we're flipping, you know, big houses, we're building, we're, you know, we have like, like real business. And they're just like, I don't know, like, is it sustainable? Can I do it? Like, is it going to let like, or should So yeah, tons of, I didn't even know, like we were, we we're talking before, like, I'm just like, there's so many times there's like, I'm always just thinking, Hey, like, what should I do? Like, maybe, maybe I should partner with one of these like big companies that's looking to do things that like, you know, but, um, and, you know, obviously, like, you know, a lot of people came here just like, hey, what what's ahead? Like, we have no, no, yeah, no expectation, right. We're just, right. 
So yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I mean, to, to, so anyway, to your point, like, yeah, always, always thinking about that, always going through, I think that, you know, I think most business owners, I think it's just normal to just like constantly thinking about those challenges and like, I don't know, like, yeah, 22 was a good year and 21 was a good year, but I don't know, is 23 going to be a good year? I mean, and you think, think about like when COVID hit and everyone was like, and I know you guys were super shut down. But but still, I'm sure, you know, you did a lot of business that you were found away, you know, and but at that moment, you know, a lot of people thought that the world was going to end, like, at least for them, you know, what I mean? <laughs> that, that there would be no business, that you'd be stuck in the house, that there'd be not a, not a single home sold in the MLS, you know, that and we found that that um, that that just wasn't the case. Yeah, I say it's never as bad as it seemed. And it's never as good as it seemed. Too. Absolutely. So you have to really agree with that. You have to be disciplined in the in the good times yeah and then you have to be diligent and perseverance and you have perseverance and keep pushing in the in the in the not as good times. exactly yeah and i and to your point too like one thing that i think about like a lot now is like there's always opportunities like even right like you know with all these like you know shifting like you know things that are happening in the market and it's terrible as like the layoffs are and everything that's going on that we're seeing in all the tech companies and i saw like you know today some other companies are laying off and like but like right and again like obviously they're you know feel terrible for who's ever going through that um but as a business owner you also you know use some of those things as opportunities right like hey like there's some really good people that are going to be out there mm-hmm. that could use an opportunity that yeah. you know may have not taken a chance before that may have not done something before and like you know it's kind of like shifting like just just a mindset shift of like right like every market every time like there's always like opportunity like um you know just like fast forwarding like we were t- you know kind of we were talking before like one of the things like everyone you know is if if, if any realtors are listening to this like like over the last 6 years it's all been the same phone calls you find any foreclosures or like multifamily homes, please call me. And it's like, I know, like you and the 5,000 other people that, right. that want to buy the same thing that yeah. thinking you're 2011, <laughs> like that you're going to find that you like, no, but like, but what about like all you people that are like, oh, I want to go back to 2011. I wish I was in that market. But like, no, no, like there's office distress, right? And like, and again, like you have to be crafty. You have to know what you're doing and it's not for everyone. And, and it may never come back. But that was also the mindset too in 2010. Like, the real estate market is dead. It isn't right. ever coming back. Yeah. So like, it's so easy to think like, oh my gosh, those prices. If I can only, but like, it's the same. It's the same thing now, right? In office, it's yeah. like, and I don't know that we have the distress levels. I again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not such an office guy. I'm trying to get into it. Yeah, but no, but that, but particularly in um, this type of office. Yeah. Um, yes, there is. Um, in a, in a world in a in a in a um in a, in what's becoming more and more an online world, correct? There is some you know office distrust more in in certain areas than others, correct? Um, but yeah, we all have have the uh, kind of the blinders on or the short sightedness, you know. And even we we have when I have a client, you know, say they'll say, well, I, I don't want to pay, you know, if, you know, the deal will fall apart over five thousand or ten thousand dollars, right? And um. And I'll say, you know, I, I'll tell, I'll share a story. I said, my, you know, my, my parents bought, you know, some houses, you know, 25 years ago for 30,000. Yeah. You know, and now they're worth 350,000. I said, would it have made a difference if they paid 10% more 
or 50% more. Yeah. They wouldn't have wanted to. And everyone would have said, no, don't pay $10,000 more than it's worth. Or uh, I said, but in the grand scheme of things, would it, I mean, you sell the house now, would it matter? Totally. You know? and, and I think that we have to remind our, our clients and, and sometimes remind ourselves too, to, to think, to think longer term, especially when we're our own client. And I, and I, and I know that, and I don't know if you've experienced that, but when I'm the buyer, I'm unreasonable. And when I'm the seller, of course, I'm unreasonable too. Or it's like, damn it, I'm, I'm my own, I'm the worst client. Yeah. Ever. You know, I don't know if you, if you, if you have oh, I, yeah, I, I know. I remember on one, so we bought, um, I think this goes back, I think this goes to 2017 and like we bought, um, bought another multifamily in central Connecticut. And I remember like there was some issue with the roof and like we're haggling over five, five grand, right? Maybe it was 10. I don't remember what it was. And like the broker was like, um, cause like in the commercial sense, like I, I used commercial brokers, um, more because I'm like a principal investor first, right. but, um, meaning not, you know, like I'm not looking to make my money on those, on those right. transactions as that. And he's like, Oh, I'll chip in half. And I'm like, no way. Like, like you deserve to get paid. Like I'm like not, you know, taking that away. And, but like, yeah, like we bought, like it was, I mean, again, at the time it was like, I think we bought it for 410,000, sold it um somewhere in covid i think in in 21 for like six and six and a quarter six a chain whatever but then five thousand didn't hurt five thousand it hurt it would have hurt more if you would have got to keep the five thousand but not bought the property exactly you'd still have the five thousand so how to fight right right and that you know what it's funny you know what? probably one of there's the one biggest regret that i've had well two the biggest regret i've had throughout this whole time is just not going bigger right like like that that building that i bought for four hundred ten thousand, i should have bought for 4.1 million and sold it for you know six point you know yeah. whatever it is like 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 that's that is definitely a mistake seeing the one that i've that i've made throughout the process the second biggest mistake was like being like oh like i don't want i don't want a seven and a half percent return or i don't want a nine percent return i want to i want i want to make sure it's a double digit return and it's like but like the question is like do the numbers work? Does it get you the experience, right? Mm -hmm. Like, does it get you, like, is it getting you what you want to that next point? And like, and you'll figure out, like, that's what business owners do, right? We, you know, you're a business owner, like we just figure out like, okay, like, yeah, I bought it a little less return than I wanted, but like, it makes sense. I'm cash flowing. Like, of course, who doesn't want more money? Like, right. And, and like, you know, it's like the buyers that I see, like have made the biggest mistake in the process with me have been the buyers where it's like they could afford their mortgage they weren't they weren't moving in two three years where it's like oh my gosh if we buy this are we overpaying a little bit right. are we overpaying i can't sell right it's like these buyers these are long-term buyers that are moving to a community right with the family they want to be the schools for the kids like this is a long-term vision they had yeah but they're haggling and it's like, oh, like, you know, there's a thousand dollars of rotted wood on the outside. Like we need the sellers to do that. And it's like, but like we said, we're not going to like argue about, right? Remember, like it's, you're not buying new construction. I promise there's always work that needs to get done. Like that's what real estate is. So those are, that's like the biggest regret that I had. Like just those small, like, you know, thinking like big picture when, when, when of course it makes sense. Like, of course yeah. the numbers don't make sense. Or again, you never want to be a buyer and not be able to afford right. payments. Right. Um, or again, if you're gonna move, like those are times where I think it's a little different and you may wanna find better buys. Like we say, sometimes like if you're getting on an ROI on an ad, 
you know, if one is giving you two to one, one's giving you four to one, and one's giving you seven to one, which one do you keep? All of them. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, but we want to say, no, no, I don't want to, I want to cancel the two to one and the, the four to one. And I want to, I want to try to do the seven to one, make that the control. And then I want to try to find the 12 to 15 to one. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, a lot of times that doesn't work. We, we have to take our wins while we get our wins. Yeah. Because, um, as we know, in, with real estate transactions, especially, each one is unique. Yeah. Know? Each one is unique. And sometimes that um, 30 days, especially in the market we've seen over the past couple of years, you know, the, the seller take, goes back to the board and sells it. I mean, I, that happened. I mean, I had a property I sold. You know, we were under contract. Deal fell apart on the day of settlement because they wanted something fixed. Like, we're way outside of contingencies, but they just decided they wanted something fixed or wanted a $5,000 credit. And... um and in, and and I was unreasonable, and I'm always like, no, just on, we're not doing it. And I'd rather sell it, and we end up selling for twenty thousand more to the next buyer, because the market was moving and yeah. in that way, um, you know. But I'm sure you have story story after story like like that. But what what do you what do you like to do outside of real estate? So outside of real estate, so I mean, usually usually this time of year, I'd be I'd be I'd be skiing. I love to ski. Um, I tore my Achilles last summer. So that's a long recall. It's just, I mean, they say six to 12 months, like I'm, I'm seven months and I'm not recovered. So, uh, I love to see you in the rehab, doing the rehab. Okay. It'll yeah. come back. I did. I, I went skiing, uh, uh, I guess last year and, and I wore my, I had a ACL reconstruction and just for my own personal mental safety, I guess I wore my, uh, Dondre brace okay. under my, uh, jumpsuit. You know, and so I felt fully comfortable, you know, so I'm sure, you know, so there is, there is light at the other. Yes, totally. To oh, totally. And, and every day, every day is better. But, um, yeah, so I love, so I love to ski. I love to stay, I try to stay active, um, you know, with family a lot, just great. Okay. Um, what, what about, and kids? Yeah. So wife and three kids. Three. Okay. How old? Uh, 11, seven and almost two. Okay. That was, okay. You got a got a lot. Got a little one in the house. Got a little one. Why? Yeah. I, yeah. My youngest is ten, and I, I don't. I, I can't even remember the two time. I tell you the time. Well, you know, from your eleven year old, that time goes. I was very quick place. Yeah, she's closer to being out of the way closer to being out of the house than you know, like than newborn. I mean, it's just nuts. Like seven years, right? She's out. Right. What do you, and what do you um? So I mean, and, and tell a little bit about share your your why. Like, why do you? Well, you know, because you went from, you know, CPA, financial, restaurateur, you know, packaging company, flips, real estate broker, you know, and, you know, but what, what is the reason, what gets you excited in the morning? Why do you, why do you work so hard? Why do you stay the course? Like so I, yeah, so I think it started as like building a lifestyle. Um, I mean, I, I really, um, I really enjoy having a certain lifestyle. Um, I'd say, I'd say many times I don't have a lifestyle, like I don't have a life, but like, I know I'm building that. Um, like I know some people are looking into retirement. Like I, like I don't have, and it's not, I mean, I, I, I do, I do work a lot of hours, but like, it's not that I want, it's not like I'm part of this hustle culture. Or it's, well, you worked a lot of hours across the street too. I worked a lot of hours across yeah. the street. And probably the salary was the same. You know what I mean? Regardless of whether you worked eight hours or oh yeah, you're right, exactly. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm like I'm I'm in this lifestyle. I I I love it. I do. I really love 
um, the real estate part. I probably like the one thing that I just probably have the brokerage that I just don't love because like okay. always being on fall. Okay. Right? Like I have one friend who just says it's availability, affability, ability in that order. Right. So being available first, right? Because that's what the clients want, right? Mm -hmm. They, you know, they finish their day at 10 o'clock at night. Like that's what, that's when they want to talk. Yeah. And, you know, or if something cut right or like, you know, so, so that, that I like, it's been probably, probably the hardest thing throughout this time has like been the ability to totally shut down, like, like close the laptop. Yeah. Just be done. So I'm trying to get there. I have like a director of ops and house and like, we have a team, um, so how do you, how do you run three different businesses? Like the brokerage, the, the like developments and the rentals. And it's like, we have a team in place. Um, but you know, it's like, I'm still not there. Like I know I'll get there. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope next well, year. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, we're on the way you're building the team and you know, and we all, I think suffer from that guilt, that entrepreneurial guilt that we should have done more. And then, and that, um, you know, and that's, that's what can keep us on the, that, that can cause burnout eventually because we, you know, and so I think I, I, um, I, I saw a very good, um, a very good, uh, video, uh, by a friend of mine, Chris Benjamin, who talked about mental fortitude, uh, of climbing Mount Everest. Yeah. And, and in that he shared, you know, once you set your metric, whatever that is, number of conversations per day, number, you know, whatever it is, number of phone calls, number of activities, if you have your metrics and you meet that, then you should be able to go home with your, your head held high, you know, cut the lights out and feel good. And if you, if you work a little extra, then it's fine, but you know, you've done what you came for. Totally. And if, and, and I think, and that was a good lesson. I mean, I took, I've, I've watched it twice. I like that. Um, because it just, um, it hit home, hits home personally for me, I've turned that feeling of not, not having done enough or, um, I'm insufficient. I, I should have done more. And then, yes, we have those days where we, you know, um, we don't have many days as entrepreneurs where you totally slack off. Right. But for us, slacking off is like, like I'll say, I'm leaving, I'm leaving early today. Like it's six o'clock. I was like, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not here till, till tomorrow. Yeah. Right? You know, and back again at 730 or whatever. Totally. Your day starts. So let me ask you, if we were to, um, if I, you know, it had a, wanted either an investment property, you know, in your, in your, in your parks, um, or one, or had a property that I wanted to sell, some commercial property. I know you're doing commercial now, or multifamily, or even residential. Yeah, you know, how would we reach it? Um, so you can uh, probably the best way. I like started getting active on Instagram. So with okay. JMX, um, it's funny. It was JMX Realty Group. That's the name of the company. But like, I realized that like, like we have group, and but like the GRP, like there's another one, GRP at the end. Okay. And, like that's the one that's getting that that we put everything on. So I have to figure out some way to merge it. Hopefully, okay. when some audiences, if they're watching this in a month from now, hopefully we've done that. You're but done. if not, look for the one that's GRP because if you go to group, there's no content there. Okay. <laughs> um, but Instagram or LinkedIn is a good place. You know, you can find me over there. Uh, those are probably best places to come. Okay. Any phone number you want to provide? Um, I think just reach out there because I probably, yeah, because just depending on what it is, like we'll whether myself or installs at one time or, right. <laughs> right. Or just have, or just have yeah. a team member that can, you know, there are some, you know, like I'm pretty niche in what I do. So like, if it's kind of in my area, like I'll help work, but like, if it's a little outside, like I'll help stay on top of, you know, like I'll help. And, what, with and, my what team. The, and I know you have the two, what are the two, the two micro areas that you would say are you're the most strong in? If you, if you had someone that like specific, like if they want to buy or sell something in these areas, 
So it was a very specific area in Stanford in mid city, like mid city, like, you know, it's, it's like, I mean, we're talking about like a three, four, three mile radius, like, you know, like it's mid city, Pepper Ridge, Newfield area, like, it's like, you know, like that is like, that's where like I constantly have, you know, the sellers continuously call me and the buyers continue, you know, like continue, like want to move into that one specific area. Right. And I've been very niche, like even like with all these different businesses, like even where we build, like, like we build in like two towns, like we build in Westport and in Fairfield, like. I don't build in Stanford. I don't build like any, you know, so it's like. So each, even within the three businesses, they don't, they have different clientele. Yes. It does. Like very, yeah. We're very niche in those businesses. So, um, but, and well, that, that's very good. Well, we're going to, I'm going to definitely, I'm sure people are going to, going to reach out to you and get, get your production. I was like, make some more work for you. Hopefully thank you. get out of there. The timely fashion is, yeah, I appreciate it. You're wonderful. Mel. Thanks for thank coming. you very much. All right. Yeah.